everybody. Welcome to our DT podcast. Morning. So today, um, you know, these three passages, I think it what it makes clear is the fact that um, sin and temptation are real threats and that we shouldn't take them lightly. And um, I think it's just it. All of these three passages are really speaking to the fact that there are internal and external threats. And um, and so, you know, our our attitude really needs to be to. Um, understand why we need to um, exhort one another, why we need to keep watch on ourselves as well as to restore others. And um, it's just very involved. So I was thinking about how Galatians tells us that our focus and our aim should be restoration. But at the same time, we have to be careful ourselves and that no one is beyond temptation and sin. So it's a word of caution. And it's also a warning toward humility. And I was thinking about how you know, if, if we're really aware of the threat of the deceitfulness of sin, whether it's internal or external, um, we're going to receive exhortation very differently. If we don't appreciate the fact that there we have such a capacity ourselves to sin, then I think, you know, exhortation that we receive will be annoying or we'll feel threatened by it or we'll feel like, you know, why are you talking to me like that? Um, don't talk to me like that and we won't receive it very well and whereas I think if you know we are more and more aware of our own need for exhortation our own capacity to sin I think we'd have a very different approach to all of the exhortation that we receive in fact we would understand yeah I do need this even if it's hard to hear I need this I think looking at these uh, three passages one question that I thought of is what, what what kind of picture of the church emerges as we Look at these uh, three verse, three sections of verses, and um, it's a picture of people who are definitely in each other's lives. Um, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, um, that is also like detected in any wrongdoing, or uh, take care, brothers. See, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, uncommitted or unbelieving heart. Like, see, we're supposed to look out for one another. And I thought about why is that the case? We need to. Um, see if there's any sin. Uh, we need to make sure no one has an evil, unbelieving heart. And I think part of that is also that we also don't know ourselves. We we sin or we do things and we're not even aware of it at times. Sometimes it's uh, things we do that we need someone else to help point out uh, what those issues are so that, uh, because what's the danger? The danger, like in verses 12 and 13 of Hebrews 3, is that so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Um, you know, we get led away by our desires, as it says in verse 12 of Hebrews 3, that um, that's what happens. We, it starts, no one, no one suddenly falls off the map uh, spiritually. It, it comes through a slow fade, and it happens as little by little. And um, there's some indicators that happen, and we need to uh, love one another by pointing those things out. Uh, and that comes in that next verse where it says in verse 13, but exhort one another every day. So actually exhortation, you know, I don't think often it, it doesn't feel good and it's kind of a strong word and you wouldn't exhort someone you feel no claim over. Um, you'd only exhort someone that you feel some amount of ownership over. And um, I think the level of involvement with one another is pretty high throughout each of these passages. There's a closeness that's inherent to things like bearing one another's burdens and to bother to exhort one another to encourage one another, always meet together, 
stirring one another up to love and good works. So um, I was just reminded about, you know, the need to do that and that, yeah, it may not feel good, but that's what we need. And um, I was also looking at how in, um, in Hebrews 10, 23, it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. And the truth is that holding fast, while it may seem kind of passive, is actually not passive because um, the reality is that there are forces that are working against you and it's like swimming against the current. So it's going to require um, active work to hold fast. It's going to require stirring up and encouraging and it's going to require meeting together. And um, so it's not it's not a passive thing. And in fact, we it's going to require us to hold on and to stir one another up. And it's very active in that way. I think um, one of the last points is that what is this picture that I was thinking about the church? And ultimately, I think it's a picture of love. Um, in verse uh, 2 of Galatians, it says, bear one another's burdens or carry one another's burdens. I like that um, translation a little better. And of course, I think about Lord of the Rings and I think about Sam carrying Frodo. I think sometimes... Uh, that, that's what love is. It's when we ourselves are struggling with sins or struggling with things that we we can't even battle it and we're having a hard time and we need others and their help to carry us. You know, when Sam says, I may not be able to carry the ring, but I'll carry you. And he takes him up to the, you know, Mount Mordor. And um, that's a beautiful picture because I think we, that's what the fulfilling the law of Christ is. That's John 13, a new command to love one another. And um, this is because we know what sin can do to us. As I said, it can lead us to deceived hearts, hardened hearts. And then in Hebrews 10, it's about judgment as you see the day drawing near. Like those are the realities and we want people to not waver, not fall away. And that's really out of love. And so even in Hebrews 10, it says, stir up one another to love and good works. And and that's something we just, I think we realize so hard on our own. We need one another to do that, to even be inspired, stirred up, provoked. That's that word, provoked, like... So it would rise up inside of us and to encourage one another. So that's because we love and we look out for one another. Just like if any of your siblings was in harm's way, you would do whatever. You would plead, exhort, encourage so that they would not go down that that um, you know bad path. And I think that's uh, the heart behind uh, these passages because otherwise we end up living in isolation. And I think Hebrews 10 warns us again that in verse 25, not neglect meeting together as that's what happens. And that leads to isolation, which is sin, which is pushing people off and saying, I don't need you and I'll do this on my own. But as we've been talking about, that's never the way that God has designed for us to live, always in the context of community. All right. Thanks, everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye.